it's your friend who's a welcome to another episode of the weekly wrap thank you so much for joining me today i am your host once again and we're in for a treat today as always this is the wonderful world of football and we are diving right in uh, but before we do, please take the time to comment, like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Because if you do that, that will mess with the algorithms. And the algorithms will start thinking, yo, this is really, really good podcast. Let's spread it around. Let's we get monetized and we win together as a family, you know. And that's what we want for each other. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Let's kick things off locally with uh, the STV Premiership. Uh, we'll start with the results on the 27th of November, where we saw Mamela Sundowns built Kukune by two goals to nil. On TS Galaxy and Cape Town City played out to a 2 all draw. And then on Sunday, we saw Kaiser Chiefs beat Swallows by three goals to one. Rally and beat Stellenbosch by a goal to nil. Arrows beat Baraka by three goals to two. and. Marius Beck and Amazulu played out to a one-on draw. Uh, next fish is coming away. We'll see Gallants face TS Galaxy on Wednesday, the 1st of December. Thursday, the 2nd of December, we'll see Orlando Pirates face Baraka. And on Saturday, the 4th of December, we'll see Amazulu face Royal AM. Chipper United face Arrows. Swallows face Marius Beck. Kays Chiefs face Cape Town City. Stellenbosch face my middle sundowns and then to cap things off on sunday we'll have super sport face coconut united on the 5th of december now the lock standings um saturday's sunday's win for case chiefs through one win against swallows propelled them all the way to second position on the lock standings they um they trail my middle sundowns by eight well, yeah, they are trailed. Mamelu Sundowns is ahead by eight points. Still quite a huge gap, especially given that they have a game in hand. But they are number two, and I'm sure Kids Chiefs fans will be very happy to hear that. I, for one, was shocked at that. Wasn't really expecting it, but impressive how they've played. Um, they've been a very strong, solid team, and they've looked more well-rounded than a lot of other teams in the PSL. So um, I think this is just their hard work paying off, and I'm proud of them. I'm, I'm not not proud of them. I'm lying. I'm not proud of anything. I hate that team. But congratulations to them. You know, I'm also a good sport, so congratulations to them. Hopefully, they crash and burn. I promised. I promised I'd say nice things about Kids Chiefs, but no, that's all. That's that's all the niceness that's coming up. And after this, slip up still in Bosch are now third. Uh, just a point adrift from Kids Chiefs. Skukune a fourth. Um, point adrift from Stellenbosch and sixth and fifth we have SuperSport United. A point adrift from Skukune. And a point of shift from Supersport United, we have Orlando Pirates with 18 points. And to round off the top eight, we have Amazulu, who are also a point of shift from Orlando Pirates with 17 points. Um, well, well, PSL, I want to say it's interesting, but it's not. Um, 
definitely the teams are playing more enjo- enjoyable football and it's better to watch and it's just a little bit more interesting to watch like i i i think the quality of football is just up by two percent it's not great it's still still have flaws but i think maybe just maybe the quality of football and the competition will increase and in a couple of years i could actually be watching a game who knows but anyway it's a good it's so far so good i'd love to say but still predictable sundowns is still taking charge like it always has and Honestly, I think we we should be used to it by now. We should definitely be used to it by now. But anyway, we move, we move, we move. We go down, right down, or up to the Premier League. Uh, we on the twenty seventh of November we saw Brighton draw against Leeds. Uh, a goalless draw that ended. Uh, Aston Villa beat Crystal Palace by two goals to one. Good job from Steve Gerrard's man there. Um, There's also like a small win for Liverpool fans, especially against Pat- Patrick's Vieira, because you know Arsenal and Liverpool have always had a rivalry. But anyway, speaking of Liverpool, they thumped Southampton by four goals to nil. Ah, uh, Norwich and most played out to a nil-nil draw. While Arsenal got back to winning ways with a two-nil win over Newcastle. Um, on Sunday, Manchester City. Uh, beat West Ham by two goals to one. Leicester beat Watford by four goals to two. Brentford beat Everton by a goal to nil. And Chelsea and Manchester United, the highlight of the weekend, played out to a one nil draw. Um, as a Manchester United fan, I'm happy with this result, honestly, because I thought we would get a thumping. I really thought we would get a thumping, to be honest. Like, we capitalized on a mistake, we played very defensively. Um, great, great, obviously, great goal by Sancho. Very amazing goal. I don't think the penalty, the penalty was a penalty. Because there was a foul prior to that penalty that I feel should be closely inspected. And if these things are not closely inspected, why do we have the VAR? And why was so much money spent on, you know, bringing the VAR to England? You know, like, what's the point? What is the point? <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was a difficult game. It was a difficult game. We definitely were in the back foot for most of it. I think for, for the entire game, we were in the back foot. We were literally in the back foot for most of it. I mean, Chelsea had 17 shots inside the box as compared to our one, which was the one goal. Shots outside the box were seven as compared to two for us. We had 38 clearances. It's a clearance you have to make as compared to five that City had to make. This is crazy. Interceptions we had eight, they had eleven. Chelsea had sixteen tackles, we had twenty-one. Distribution of the ball, accurate passes, they had five hundred as compared to our two hundred and thirty-five. They had thirty-six total crosses as compared to eight, and total passes were five hundred and eighty-one, and ours was three hundred and fifteen. They had 15 corner kicks, we only had 2. They had 66% possession of the ball as compared to our 34%. <sighs> Very disappointed. 
very disappointing as far as Chelsea fans are concerned. I think they would have wanted to win that one, especially that given the fact that they're at home and losing points, especially at this time, is not good. It's not good for them. It's very, very bad for them. But I'm happy with with everything. I think obviously we're in the back foot. This is like the best team in the league, best team in Europe. We can argue about that. But I think Chelsea is the best team in Europe. Right? Given that they won the Champions League and everything. But anyway, they're 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 the top dogs and for us to play the way we did it's understandable. It's understandable, especially a team in transition such as ours and everything that was going on. I'm I'm impressed. I'm just glad we survived. Like I just feel like we survived. Like we, we just came out of a roll like I feel like we just came out of lockdown, man, and like it's crazy. I'm just happy that we won. I'm just happy that we we didn't lose. You know, I'm I'm as a Manchester United fan I've suffered a lot of losses. Yeah, but hey we move. We move. Um, the lock standings, Chelsea remain first, even though they drop points. Um, they had 30 points on top, followed by Manchester City, who have 29 points. Remember Manchester City was at the bottom of the Premier League at some point? That's crazy. It's really unfair. Life is unfair. Liverpool. I feel like Liverpool have been in the top three for the longest time. I, they always are, really. They always are. They are third with 28 points. Fourth place is West Ham with 23. But really, the race is between Liverpool, Manchester City, and Chelsea. And obviously, we can't rule Manchester City out. You know, they always pick form, pick up form, especially around December. You know, uh, Rob Roy Keane said it. He said it, and he's right. They always pick up the form around then. But Chelsea is looking very solid. It's looking pretty unbeatable right now, I think. Look, it's looking very unbeatable. It's looking pretty, pretty good. But Liverpool, on the other hand, is just, is just looking to get better and better. And it looks like they are getting better and better. And to be honest, I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody can stop these three teams. You know, I think we're going to have a very interesting, very, very interesting... Uh, final days, you know, it's gonna be very, very interesting, and we'll see how it goes. I think the the the, the in the the Afcon that's gonna happen in January it might it might impact um, Liverpool in a negative way, given the fact that all three of their best players will not be there. So hmm, it's gonna be difficult for them. It's gonna be difficult to see how they are able to pull through with, uh, without them. But I think they they can manage, they can manage. And as far as Manchester United go, 8th position, it's quite sad, eh? 8th position. Do you realize that Case Chiefs has more points than us? Like, this was brought to my attention. Case Chiefs has more points than Manchester United. Mm, they've played the same amount of games, by the way. That, that hurts. Yeah, it hurts different. That really hurts different to be honest. But hey, with this new coach coming in, we'll see what he can do. Maybe he'll try change something. But honestly, you could have, you know, I was watching the analysis and someone said that you can have 
Tuchel and Klopp and flipping Pochettino in the bench and your team still plays awful. Look at PSG. PSG has like the best players. It has Messi on their side. It has Messi and it's still playing very well. Still plays horrible. Horribly. Are they closer to winning the Champions League? You know, they're, they're not any closer to winning the Champions League. I don't think they will win the Champions League. They're not going to get far. You know? Obviously, they're doing well in the league. That's because they're in a Farmers League. And obviously, there's no competition there. But anyway, move. Move. Now, here's talk about PSG. Let me talk about the fixtures that are coming up in the Premier League. We're going to have pictures on the 1st of December, which is a Wednesday. This is the first time in a while that we've seen Premier League fixtures during the week. I was okay with having Premier League fixtures only on the weekend because then I'd have a week to recover from the depression that I get during from watching Manchester United play. Ah, but I guess they, there's no there's no rest for the weary, hey? There's no rest. Just gonna continue suffering. So on Wednesday, 1st of December, Southampton face Leicester, Whitford face Chelsea, West Ham face Brighton, Burnley travel to the Molyneux to face Wolves, Aston Villa face Manchester City. This should be like Steve Jerry, I mean, Gerrard's big challenge. Everton face Liverpool in the Merseyside Derby. And on Thursday, we have Tottenham versus Brentford. And to cap off, we will see Manchester United versus Arsenal. Unfortunately, also on Saturday, we have Manchester. I don't know. Unfortunately or fortunately? Fortunate for us because we get to enjoy some great football. But unfortunately for them because that's a lot of game. It was a lot of games, but on Saturday, the 4th of December, we'll see West Ham face Chelsea, it's a London derby, Newcastle versus Burnley, Southampton versus Brighton, Wolves versus Liverpool, Watford versus Manchester City, and on Sunday, the 5th of December, Leeds take Brentford, uh, Manchester United versus Crystal Palace, Tottenham versus Norwich, and finally, Aston Villa versus Leicester, and on Monday, we'll see Everton versus Arsenal. That's a very good one. That's a very, very good one. We'll see how these games will impact the race. But obviously, Manchester United is not long in the race. And there's nothing I can do about it. I must just accept that my team's not going to win any trophies this season. And probably won't win any trophies in the upcoming season. Quite frankly, there's nothing for us this season just rebuilding on the ruins that we created ourselves and I've had time to think about Ole Gunnar social leaving and to be honest we can't blame him for everything we can't genuinely can we can't genuinely say that he was the main problem I don't think he was. I mean, he tried his best. Just things weren't working out. You know, he had a very good time as manager. But anyway, yeah, I, it's not a nice time to be a Manchester United fan. Not at all.
And now for the rest of the world. Um, start with La Liga. Real Madrid are still on top. Not shocked there. Um, I think they play well and they continue to work really hard. And this is dominating, to be honest with you, man. This is they're just doing what they do best, and there's nothing we can say about it. We can, there's nothing to say about it, really. Atletico are trying, they're following behind, but no, no, not really. Like, a four-point gap is big, bro. Like, a four-point gap is huge, bro. It's huge. But, hey, things can end. It's just two, two games. Anything can happen, you know? Um, I thought a real Sociedad would do something different, and they'll come up with something. But, really, it's nothing. They didn't do anything. Very disappointing, to be honest. Very disappointing. Real Madrid left it late, though, uh, on Sunday. They left it very, very late. Not very, very late, but they left it late. It was an interesting comeback uh, that they pulled off there with the main men, um, Karim Benzema and uh, the junior fellow. That guy's a legend. I think he's going to be like one of a force to be reckoned with. A very interesting player I think and he's gonna keep getting better and better I hope and I think I think he might be one of the greatest of all time after the era of Messi and Ronaldo and it has ended you know he could be like one of those players I think Atletico also won they beat Cadiz by four goals to one Real Madrid by the way beat Sevilla um, Real Madrid will play Athletic Club on Wednesday, the first of December. Because Alice will be playing their game in hand, their match day nine. Remember, they missed the a game in hand, a game. So that's what they're gonna play. Um, Athletic Madrid will play on Saturday uh, against Mallorca. Um, that's really all we have for for La Liga. And I'm not, I don't want to say I'm impressed because I'm not, not impressed, but I'm not mad either because I'm not surprised. Um, I'm just happy that Barcelona also won, we're coming, uh, they're coming good. Um, I, I had given up on Barcelona, but now with uh, Xavi Hernandez as coach, I think we can build, they can build, and it looks like they're turning over when you leave, you know, and... You know, the only way is up. Uh, the only way is up. So we'll see how they do. Now, moving over to Italy, where the big headlight is definitely Napoli thumping Lazio by four goals to nail. What a way to come back to winning ways, hey? What a way. What a way to come back. Um, AC Milan lost to Sassuolo by three goals to one. And before you say anything, there was a red card to Milan. It wasn't because Milan was bad or anything. Um, Inter coming along nicely also. They beat Venezia by two goals to nil. Um, Juve in Atalanta was a very interesting game. Might be the highlight of the whole match day. Atalanta won by a goal to nil. As far as the table looks, Napoli are number one with 35 points. Followed closely behind by AC Milan with 32 points. Who on their necks is Inter Milan with 31 points. Um, obviously, still early days. Juve look like they're coming back. They're 21. They have 21 points in their line seventh position, so they might be looking to stage one of those comebacks. 
but we'll see how they go, see how that goes. Um, next fishes to look forward to match day 15 of the Serie A Atalanta face Venezia. Um, Salanitana will face Juve. Um, Inter Milan will face Pesia. Napoli will face Swaswolo and Genoa will face Milan. Obviously, Milan will look to get back to winning ways and just pick themselves up. Um, but I, I, I'm, I want to give it to, to Napoli. I think they're looking more solid. I think they're looking way more solid than all the other teams. So I think if they keep the momentum and just keep, keep on keeping on, as they say, if they just keep on keeping on, I think they can do something worthwhile. But anyway, let's move over to France, where PSG continue doing what they do best. It's called winning. Yeah, I don't know if you all have heard of it. I know your team doesn't win, so don't blame you. Yeah, but there's a thing that other teams do. It's called winning. And PSG does it all the time. All the time. This team has 40 points in its 15 matches. They've lost once and drawn once. That means they've out of 15, they've won 13 games. If this is not the definition of a farmer's league, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Bro, number two is Arenas. 15 matches played also, but they have 28 points. 28. That means that PSG has almost double the points that Reynes has. It's not right. It's not right. That is just not right. Should be illegal. This is removed. This is why they wanted a super league. It makes sense now. It makes total sense. I. But uh, I I saw Messi uh, had a hat trick of assists, but it's not like he scored. It's not enough for me. I'm not impressed. Doesn't doesn't rub me anyway. I'm I'm I wanna say I'm upset, but I'm not. I'm disappointed. Disappointed is the better term to use. Um, we'll see what they do. Uh, I. I'm not happy about, about Messi's performance since he came to the French League. But um, stellar performance from from PSG when they beat St. Etienne by three goals to one. Um, ish, Neymar got that really bad injury. Oh, that was bad. That, that was painful to see. It was painful to watch. It's not like it was anyone's fault also. It was just one of those moments, you know, one of those unfortunate things just happening all at the same time just a series of unfortunate events just just work against him and i wish him a better recovery i don't i'm not a fan of neymar i don't like him i don't like him as an individual but i respect the style of play or the way he plays football i respect his his grind and his hustle um he's obviously going to be watching from the stands on the bench when PSG faced nice that's on Wednesday the 1st of December but we all know how that one's gonna end I mean why 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 would we even argue you know but anyway let's just go to Germany Germany where the nice things are happening another farmers league 
yeah, another farmers league here. In case you were unaware, we have a lot of family farmers league here in this planet of Earth of ours. Um, Dortmund beat Wolfsburg by three goals to one. Very impressed by that. That was on Saturday, twenty seventh. But also Bayern won against Dominia by a goal to nil. Bayern were pressing. It's a good goal by Leroy Sainer, by the way. He scored it on the 71st minute. Um, Bayern had 22 shots. And only 9 of the 22 shots were on target. 9 out of 22. And out of those 9, only one of them resulted in a goal. That's bad. 74% of possession. 703 passes, 87 of the, those passes were accurate, 87% of those passes were accurate. They had 13 corners. As far as standings go, Bayern is still on top, 31 points, followed closely behind by Dortmund with 30 points, and Leverkusen rounded off the top three with 24 points. Um, obviously, it's, it's Bayern's one to lose, but Dortmund are looking quite strong. I'm just happy that Haaland is back. Yeah, I was very worried. I was very, very worried, honestly. But um, out of 15 shots that by, that Dortmund had, only eight of them were on target. Uh, it's not an impressive showing. It's not an impressive showing, but I'm just happy for Haaland. Um, he scored 50 goals in the league. He also, on his 50th game, he's now become the youngest player to ever do so. That's impressive. I know not everybody can do that. Yeah, it's not, it's not an easy feat. It's not an easy feat. Um, but we move, eh? Congratulations to him, obviously. And now, let's dive into some Champions League action. Um, I know we've had so much action, and surprisingly enough, we're still in the group stages. It's very shocking for me. I thought we were like at least semi-finals by now, but hey, the move. There's just so much been happening. Um, we're still on match day five of six, so that means we're very close to the round of sixteen. A lot of teams that have qualified already, but we're still gonna wait for the wire to get everybody else. So far. Uh, match day 5, here's what happened in case you missed it. Bayern beat Dynamo Kiev by 2 goals to 1. Splendid bicycle kick there from Robert Lewandowski. Um, mediocre performance from Bayern. I think, I've, as from what I've seen from Bayern, I expect more from them. Especially when they play such a baby team like like Dynamo. No, no offense to the team and everything, but like... Bayern is like exponentially better, so I expected more from Bayern in that aspect. But anyway, we move, right? We move. Now I think I don't think I don't see Bayern making it to the semi-finals even. But we'll see, especially how sloppy they've been playing of late. We'll see how they go. We'll see how they do. Um, Villarreal lost to Manchester United by two goals to nil. Um, this was the first game for Michael Carrick. In charge, um, very good game. I think we played okay. We played okay. We repressed. Was very hype. Was very. It was okay. It was okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, 
I enjoyed the game, full 90 minutes. Um, finally, Jaden Sancho scored. I think I was I was very happy by that goal. It was very made me very very happy. Also, David finally kept the clean sheet. I know how long it, it, how difficult that is for him. Not saying that he's a bad goalkeeper or anything. I just we just have very horrible shitty defense, and I'm grateful that it wasn't as shitty, you know, on Tuesday. Um, Chelsea thumped Juventus by four goals to nil. Yeah, that watching that hurt me. I watched it. It hurt me because we were to face Chelsea on Sunday, and <sighs> felt like I was watching a highlight reel of what's to come. It was like an American Horror Story all over again. I've never even watched American Horror Story. I don't know why I brought that up. But Barcelona versus Benfica. Mm, I don't, I don't want to say I'm disappointed in the draw, nil no draw, but they really shot themselves in the foot. To be honest, they shot themselves in the foot because now it's, just, it's difficult times. Now it's difficult times. I'll explain why it's difficult times later. Um, Sporting beat Dortmund by three goals to one. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. I really thought Dortmund would do something solid. Um, but then Manchester City beat PSG by two goals to one. Very good, entertaining game. It was very one-sided in the beginning, but it turned out very well in the closing stages. Very dramatic. Liverpool continue their perfect run. They're now five out of five wins in the league. So, I mean, in the Champions League, yeah. They won 2 0 against Porto. And they just continue doing the best. And they're flourishing in a group that was supposed to be a group of death. This is supposed to be very difficult, but they just went through the breeze. I would be happy to see them go on to win the whole thing. And especially winning, going undefeated from beginning to end would be an amazing feat. And I think if anyone can put it off, it's definitely Liverpool. And now for the fixtures that we look forward to will be match day six, the final matches. Um, on Tuesday, the 7th of December, we'll start, we'll see Leipzig versus Manchester City. PSG will face Park Club Bridge. Manchester City and PSG have already progressed, so there's nothing to worry about there. Porto and Atletico Madrid will face off. Inter and Real Madrid also face off in a very interesting game. That will be Milan will tackle Liverpool. Um, Shakhtar face Sheriff. Dortmund face Besiktas. Um, Zinc face Chelsea. Juventus will face Malmo, Benfica will face Dynamo, Atalanta will face Villarreal, Wolfsburg face Lille, and Salzburg face Sevilla, Manchester United will face Young Boys, and Barcelona will face Bayern. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Now for the group stages. Group A, I've already seen teams qualify. We have... Um, Manchester City have qualified to the next round along with PSG, like I've said. Um, Leipzig will play in the Europa League next season, mm, on next time around. Um, group B, Liverpool are the winners of the group as well. They've qualified along with Porto. AC Milan also qualified to the, to the Europa. Group C, we have Ajax. Uh, they, they've qualified and also winning their group as well. 
followed by Sporting. I played very well actually. They didn't lose a game, like nothing. No more focusing on, on Liverpool, but hey, Ajax didn't lose a game either. They've won 5 out of 5. It's interesting. Group D, um, very delicate, but we know that um, Real Madrid and Inter have qualified to the next round. Uh, Sheriff will be playing in the round of 16. Um, the final match, Real Madrid versus Inter, will determine who wins the group. But my money's on Real Madrid. Uh, group E, Bayern. Uh, won their group, winning 5 out of 5 also. Uh, Barcelona found themselves in a very difficult, tricky round because if they fail to win against Bayern and Benfica wins their match, it would mean that Benfica will leapfrog them because Benfica has 5 points while Barcelona has 7. So if Benfica wins their match, they will have 3 points, which will put them in eight eight points which is a point above uh barcelona so if barcelona fails to win or get gain a point they're looking at europa F- league football next season i keep saying next season but group f um manchester united there we've qualified to the next round I'm very happy to hear that. I know that's the end of the road for us, but I know at least we, we, we qualified. At least, you know, we have something to celebrate us. I haven't had the chance to celebrate anything in a very long time. And thank you to Michael Carrick for making that possible. Thank you to the boys. Thank you to everyone who made that possible. Uh, Atlanta still have a chance to qualify to the next round. Um... But Villarreal are looking like the more solid ones. But honestly, young boys can still qualify and make it on goal difference also. So it's still anyone's game as far as they are concerned. Group G. Wow, Group G is a little tight, eh? Group G is very, very tight because... Wow. Only three points separate... Lille in first position with Wolfsburg in fourth position. So it's literally anyone's game there. Group H. Um, Chelsea and Juve have made it through. There's no contest with that. And Zaint will be playing in the Europa League. And that's it for the Champions League. Now for some football news, um, starting with some transfer gossip, some rumors that we've been hearing in the grapevine. Um, Real Madrid's Croatian midfielder Luka Modric is open to the idea of linking up with Manchester City when he becomes a free agent next summer. Will that be a good idea for him? Uh, I don't believe it would be a good idea for him. I don't think so. But we'll see how that works out for him, if that's something he wants to do. I don't think that's uh, um, impossible, because you know how difficult it is to play in the Premier League? It's like, it's very, it's very, it's very competitive. As compared to, I know La Liga is also really good, and it's, it's, it's different. It's a little different scenario. And I don't, I think at this time of his, his, his career, 
I don't think it's a, it's a good idea. You know, I don't, is this really how you want to cap off your career? I would assume you want to cap off your career because you're 36. And Premier League is a place to start the career, not end it. If you want to end your career, go to like MLS or something, man. But anyway, maybe you have something in you. Maybe you have something to show us. Maybe you have, you have a second wind thing that you can do. We'll see. But moving on, um, Barcelona and Bayern are both interested in signing French defender uh, Baka Kamara from Marseille. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what to say about that. I think Bayern are more likely to sign them given that they don't have any financial problems. French forward Usman Dembele has rejected Barcelona's latest contract extension offer and the 24-year looks almost certain to become a free agent. This is good news. This is good news for a lot of teams that are interested in Dembele, but I don't think he's done anything to afford himself a place anywhere else. And he'll be likely to get a team, honestly, if it's not Barca that take him, yeah? Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola has had talks over dinner with Barcelona director of football Matteo Alemani and chief executive Ferran Reveta with the future of striker Ferran Torres among the subjects discussed. Mm, if Torres moves to Barcelona, it could open the door for RB Leipzig's 23-year-old Spanish midfielder Danny Olmo to make a switch to Etihad. Manchester City still looks at signing a goal scorer in January transfer window, so I think maybe this Olmo, this Olmo guy will be good for them. Now for some local news, very interesting news that um, Swallows FC have relieved Brandon Trutter of his duties as head coach after the defeat to KS Chiefs. Oh, the Birds' struggles continued on Sunday after failing, uh, after falling to a 3-1 defeat to their Soviet rivals at Dobsonville Stadium. As a result, the club have come to a decision to part ways with Trutter and the entire coaching staff with immediate effect. Now the statement from Swallows reads as follows. The management of Swallows FC held an emergency meeting with the coaching staff this evening. After receiving a report from the coaching staff, management was further convinced that something drastically needed to happen. With the team at the rock bottom of the DSTV Premiership, management has resolved that the entire coaching staff should not report for duty with immediate effect. An interim arrangement will be announced soon. We have noticed the concerns raised by our supporters. We apologize for the poor performance. Please continue supporting the team. And that's all I got for you today, folks. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's been your host, Nkazumulo Anjobe. Had an amazing, lovely, lovely time. I hope you did as well. Um, thank you again for joining me. Um, leave you the same way I leave you every day. Have you have a, Hope you have an amazing day and you spread positivity on your way. From me, Nkazumulo Anjobe, it's a wrap from the Weekly Wrap.